Hello and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry, technology, and services to help you create more videos to use in your mortgage business. Well, hey there, happy Friday to everyone. And we want to welcome you to our Mortgage Video Mastermind Friday Live Call. My name is Ginger Bell. And I have our usual suspects with me, Scott, Jason Frazier, and our guest today, who is joining us from the East Coast in the metropolitan area of D.C., Bobby Nagmi. So thanks so much for joining. Happy Friday, guys. Thank you, Ginger. How you guys How's it going? Doing great. Doing great. I'm not, are, I'm not used to being on the other side of asking questions, just FYI. <laughs> so I feel like I should be asking you guys questions right away. He starts in right away. <laughs> right. Hey, how y'all doing? What's going on? <laughs> well, that's one of the things having a show like this, because all of us have our own shows. And so being able to, to really pull this together is great yeah. because we all know how to ask questions, answer questions, and fill in the blank. Sure. And so uh, so one of the things, and we were having a conversation before we started, which I think we'll just get back into, um, but, you know, I invited you on, Fabi, because you have done a phenomenal job in doing a podcast, which is different than obviously than video, but it has a lot of the same premise. And so I know you were blaming Frazier for that whole thing and starting. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other podcast. We should have one podcast called Blaming Frazier. <laughs> oh. It'd be a lot of guests. It'd be a lot You're of guests. Really we'll be booked up for two seasons. I know that. <laughs> At least. At least. Sounds like a real sitcom to me. <laughs> so good. So let's talk about that because, you know, Part of what you, you know, in, in getting into doing something consistently, and mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of it in doing, whether you're doing a video, whether you're doing a, a series, whether you're doing like this on a live or a podcast, it's that consistency that is so important. So tell me about what you're doing on your podcast, first of all, and what started it. So again, mm -hmm. blaming Frazier. <laughs> so on the, on, on my podcast, I mean, it's called Laugh, Linda Neat. And um, it was kind of something that I started with the, with the name, quite honestly, because I wanted to have kind of like my core values, right? So laughing, lending, and eating, um, you know, they said stick, find three. I, had, I couldn't put family in there. Unfortunately, I would if I could. Uh, but so start off with that, with the name first. And then really we wanted to just have conversations with people inside the industry that could kind of add value to someone's day if they listen to that podcast for a couple of minutes, right? So I want them to get, be able to take a nugget out of there, something interesting, something valuable that they could actually apply. From there, actually moved into where we began to see different uses for this podcast. And all of a sudden, we were having people that were not industry. So we had people that were marketing experts, branding experts. We had uh, David Gendelman, who's an international meditation guru. <laughs> you know? And he came on the show and we talked about how meditation and breathing exercises during work can you know make your day go so we've been expanding and kind of seeing where we fit in um and to your point also by the way i mean the podcast is also broadcast on youtube so right. we do there is an element of video in the podcasting that uh, my friend john perry by the way if he's listening thanks to you mm -hmm. uh, he's the one who said hey five you should do videos of this all the whole time mm -hmm. and not just do audio only and we've been actually able to use those little video clips to repost them later on as as little collaterals here and there so right. it, it does work, you know what I mean? And so I think that's where I see the podcast 
quote unquote video cast kind of going. Right. Well, and, and to, you know, take the little snippets to Gary V it, if you will, because mm-hmm. that's one of the things that he does uh, is important. So, you know, even though you have something that may be a 30 minute and your podcasts are not just 30 minutes. I mean, some of them are probably close to an hour for mm-hmm. some of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We like to talk. I mean, we like to dig deep. Um, so by the way, you should be ready, Ginger, when you come on in a few weeks. I mean, uh, I mean, we have a pretty good team now of people who do research for me and, uh, they actually go out and find stuff that's pretty interesting to talk about. So I I, I do like that fact that we're not just kind of limited to 20 minutes. You're in and out, which does serve a purpose also, but we do, we do like to dive in deeper and find out things about the person. Like, I think one of the most interesting conversations, obviously, one of them, I think, was with Barry Habib when he talked about how he was selling speakers out of the back of his truck after college. Yeah. I mean, how often are you going to tell, have Barry tell you that kind of story? So we were, had that time frame to allow for that. Right. Well, and I think the length, you know, people always ask in video, you know, is there a perfect time? And I mean, there's there's a perfect time based on your message, but you know, depending on what you're talking about, as long as you are providing value and information and entertainment, then, and you're keeping them engaged, and interested, then that's the perfect time. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be, okay, you know, 20 minutes for a podcast. You know, if you're getting in deeper and you're getting the information and it's entertaining to people and engaging, then that's the perfect time. Exactly. I agree with that. And it's, it's all about content and, and what people are looking for. Right. So, and I want to talk about, so, you know, if people are thinking about, okay, I need to do video, you know, one of the hardest things for most people is coming up with something to talk about. So topics and, you know, Frazier, you've done a a bunch of different podcasts. And so when you're thinking about who to invite on, what are some of the things that you look at as far as how do you come up with a topic? Is it based, do you find the, the person first and then it's like build around the topic there? Or do you say, Hey, I want to dive into this topic. And then you go find the person. Is that for Jason or for me? Either one of you or okay. both of you, actually. Yeah. I'd like to hear Jason's on that because I think he's way more head oh. of than on that. <laughs> I thought it was for Fabi, so I wasn't listening. To no, I, I heard it. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, uh, you know, for me, I like to do a combination of both. I mean, when we started, when I started Mortgage X with, uh, with Christine, uh, way back when, um, we, we were talking about like, hey, we're just going to have like, you know, people on the podcast, just guests. And, and do it just like the way everyone else does. But when I, I did a podcast course to help people learn how to, you know, that wanted to, you know, be on a, you know, do a podcast or, you know, host and set it up, the equipment, the training, all of that stuff. I called it what they, I called the combo pizza, right? And that's a difference of interviews, just, you know, doing like a, a 15 minute riff off of a topic. Um, for me, I, I get my, um, I get most of my content on what I want to talk about, whether it's the newsletter or whether it's the, uh, uh, Mortgage X, which we're actually relaunching today with Christina and myself, uh, just because we took in a hiatus. Um, but it's it's uh, I, I get it from Facebook groups. I get it from the news that I see in like the daily newsletters from like the NBA and other sources because it gets me thinking about whatever the trending topics are that people are talking about. That's why Facebook groups are so good, it, you know, especially like the new loan officer Facebook group, my Facebook group, other Facebook groups. And just conversations I see on Facebook of, of, of what people are asking or what their concern is. Maybe it's like appraisals. Maybe it's just funny stuff or where I see people going wrong, like, you know, like addressing, like, what's the best CRM question. Right. So mm. to me, I, I you know, and, and Fabi, you could answer this. But like to me, it's like 
I could come up with a whole bunch of things that I think are interesting that right. I think people will want to listen to, but I'd rather go straight to the source to see what they're actually talking about because I know my content will have a longer shelf life and grow so much uh, quicker and fa- you know, quicker and larger if I'm talking to something that people are talking about right now. And, and I want to add to that one thing that I found out, Ginger, is that <clears throat> sometimes I can have a guest on the show, and Sue Woodard was a great example, right? So Sue Woodard was on the show. I had no idea that she had this much information about AI technology. <laughs> and we started going down that rabbit hole, right? And it was probably one of the most, be- I mean, like, it was really enlightening episode for me, right? Because there was all this knowledge coming at me from somebody that I didn't even expect it. Right. So here we were going to talk about CRMs and we ended up talking about AI technology. And so I think getting the right guest on is, is critical. Having the right topic is critical, but then remaining open to allow the guest to kind of navigate where they want to take the show. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that as far as having a guest on and letting them navigate, but also making sure that you're you're keeping it down a path where it's not mm-hmm. just a rabbit so going down that rabbit hole do you have a list of questions standard questions that you no, always ask okay no i don't have standard questions i mean like you know obviously by the time you're going to come on the show ginger we're going to have some questions designed for you right probably around edu marketing video marketing that kind of stuff right so this is going to be designed for you um if scott was going to come on the show i'd probably ask him some different questions jason i would just Blame Jason for the entire hour. <laughs> have repeated, that, that <laughs> have repeated <laughs> guests come on the show that just blame Jason like for sixty minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> it may have to be a mini series. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> so I mean, it would just depend on the guests. I, I don't think we have any any pat answers. I will say in the beginning, I did something kind of corny. And I stopped doing it after like the fourth or fifth episode. I would ask like, "Hey, since this is laugh, lend and need, what's your favorite thing that you got to eat if you're on the road a lot and you come home and?" I would ask this question of every guest, and I was just getting different. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to ask that question. It's silly, you know what I mean? Because some people are like, I don't cook. I was like, well, what are you going to do then? Yeah. <laughs> you know, order out pizza, right? I don't know. Right. Ch- Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay. So, let, and let's go into that because you have the name for your podcast. Mm-hmm. And covering the different areas, you know, laugh, land, and eat. And do you, are you say, are you just say okay I need to cover each of these three things in every podcast or is that just your title because that's one of the things you know coming up with somebody's going to start a show um, or a series you know and and Frazier you guys yours with the the mortgage X um, you know how do you come up with a name is it just something that is like okay that's it we're going to go with it you know scott with yours you know find my way home for your youtube channel it's like how how does somebody come up with a name yeah i mean i think for me it was the core values thing again ginger it was definitely um you know my my friend who was, who was a marketing guy that on the on the show um just kind of saying hey you know let's talk about what 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 is your core values what do you like and the first thing i said is i love to laugh right right and then it was just kind of like it just kind of I think there was a movie from Julia Roberts. I, I yeah. honestly don't remember the name, okay? Eat but love I know pray. something. Yeah, Eat so, love pray. Yeah. So it was kind of a take off that. So it was like laugh, lend, and eat. And anybody who knows me knows I love to eat. I mean, if you take me to a new town, I, I want to know the greatest food. You know, if something is greasy, deep fried, I'm eating it, right? That's just my 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 go to thing. Um, so it was just a combination of those things that I love to do and lending, obviously, because our focus is around the mortgage industry for the podcast. Well, I think finding something too that lends to you that because if you're going to start a series, 
then it needs to be something that you're going to be able to stick with. So it mm -hmm. needs to be as you think around your core values that you're going to love doing because, you know, in doing this every single week and, and I don't know how many you're, you're recording every week, if you're, you know, putting them all out um, or if you're just saying we're just doing one a week, you know, whatever you're doing, you have to be able to have that commitment to it right. to be able to fulfill it. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we record every Thursday afternoon. Now we have it down to like one day and we do about two shows a month. Sometimes we'll do three shows. Um, but I mean, that's really all I can handle with my schedule. Right. Um, but I know that I have to continue doing that. You know I mean, and, and there is that consistency. And, and to your point, I mean, I just talked to somebody earlier this morning about this is no matter if it's a podcast or if it's a post, if it's a blog you're writing, you have to find what drives you to do that every single week. So it can't be, oh, Jason was doing this, so let me do it. Or Ginger did this, so let me do that. If it doesn't turn me on, I mean, I'm going to do it two, three times, and I'm like, man, that's too much of a headache. Forget about it, right? Yeah. But if I can find where I kind of fit in, and now this is fun, this is like, okay, I can kind of build from here. Now it's something that I want to do consistently, with, and it doesn't seem like work now. Now it becomes a passion. You know what I mean? And, and that's, a, that's a big difference. Right. Well, that, that, that was my question for you is what was your – what was your original motivation for starting the podcast? And then did it evolve? And if it did, how? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So 2021, so 2015, <laughs> right? I had this idea. We were doing these, remember that we used to do those live webinars? We used to sign up for them. And, and then this webinar would start like 1 p.m. in the afternoon or something, try to make so Central, East, and West Coast time. And when people would register and you, and you would talk about whatever you were talking about, right? So I had this idea. I went to my boss with that. I said, hey, how about if I get like someone like, I threw out Rob Christman's name. I remember that. I said, how about if I get Rob Christman to come on the show or the webinar? We'll do this thing. We'll talk to him and we'll get more people to join the webinar and we'll get a nice database of possible candidates for recruiting purposes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you and, did this to, initially, it was to grow your business. Yeah. And okay. then he came back. Three, four weeks later, right? Because we're going to a really large company at that time, right? It takes three, four weeks to get answers. And he says, we thought about it. We don't want another third party representing our company on the show. And so they nixed the whole Rob Christman thing, right? You were <laughs> and, way ahead of the game back then. Yeah, right? totally. I don't know if I was. It was just a thought, but I didn't give it up, right? That's the whole point. Of, yeah. The story for me is I kept trying to push it. Every year, I kept pushing it, pushing it. Finally, in uh, uh, 2019, I did my first one with Christine Beckwith. And uh, I ran into Jason because now it's time to blame Jason, right? <laughs> and I'm like, Jason, I can't seem to do this podcast thing. I keep hearing about this podcast. He's like, oh, man, it's simple. All you got to do is take the audio of your webinar, shoot it up, and now you got a podcast. And literally, that was the whole premise of Laugh, Lend, and Eat. I mean, there's nothing behind more than that. It's like I wanted to get the name out. I wanted to actually, you know, it's a way of getting my name, getting the brand out there, right? It's about getting people talking about us. I've had plenty of people literally text me on LinkedIn or whatever platform, say, love the podcast, da, da, da. would love to discuss opportunities that are available. So it does happen, right? I mean, it doesn't happen every single day, every single month, but that's has that stopped being my purpose got a while ago, right? It's mm -hmm. more about creating laugh and neat so that it remains a, a kind of like a namesake in, in the industry is what I've really been trying to accomplish now. But it, it's still primarily is it still primarily focused on you growing your business and your brand or is it, or do you, have you found that it, 
is it is it kind of become more personal? You're pursuing the things that interest you specifically that you think other people might be interested in. Honestly, the, the thing I was thinking when you said that is it's actually grown its own life. Yep. Like I feel like Laughlin and Needed is its own brand now, right? I don't even I don't even connect it with Fabi. <laughs> right. So this, you got Laughlin and Eat over here, you got Fabi over here, and you got my mortgage company over here. Um I don't see them like intertwining anymore. Now in the beginning, absolutely, you're you're dead on, right? That was the whole goal. Um, I think if I had kept it more focused in the mortgage arena, I, it probably would be more about growing my business. But because we've kind of took it outside the mortgage industry into you know meditation and branding and marketing, and uh, we have somebody coming on that's a dietitian momentarily, so it's just taken on a life of its own. And I and I, I kind of like the way it's going. I don't think you're going to like their answers if, based on you saying that anything that's fried and, yeah, and deep me. fried, trust I don't think they're going to be happy with that. Especially, especially <laughs> when they find out that I'm no longer a vegan, right? That's going to crush their heart. <laughs> you should lead off with that. Just say, hey, tell me your ba- your favorite fi- fried fruit, food, right? <laughs> yeah. Fried tofu. I love fried, I love fried tofu. You know, I can't grow on fried tofu. <laughs> Put some barbecue baby. sauce on that. You know what I mean? I oh, told this perfect. one friend of mine who's a vegan, I said, you never see a chicken pretend to be a broccoli. You know what I mean? But you always see broccoli <laughs> trying to be a chicken. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. But having the whole, the well-rounded is so important. And I know, Frazier, that's a lot as far as EPM is the whole well-rounded um, to be able to, to really look at that. And people are looking at that, you know, it's like, it's not just all about work. It's not just all about my business, um, but being able to have that. And, and what I love about that is, is you just did it and you just got it started. You don't have to have it completely figured out. You yeah. just need to have enough motivation to get out there and do it. And then there really is sort of this, this, it's not a synergy, but it, it be, it gets a life of its own. And it starts to evolve and the people that get involved in it. And then all of a sudden it has its own little feedback loop. And now you're just a participant in this really cool conversation that you created. And so, right. And, and you know, it's interesting because I just finished writing my book now, by the way, it's coming out, I think either September, October with uh, the help of Christine and Candy, right? Okay. And, what's the name? What's the name of the book? Oh, it's uh falling forward mishaps on the road of happiness. Oh, nice. Nice. So it's coming out. It was supposed to be next month, but I think I'm going to push it back to October because, you know, it's, it's got to be perfect, right? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but but I was getting at when you just said that, Scott, was I was thinking to myself, like, when you, when I started writing the book, when I started writing the you don't know where the road's going to go. Right. You just kind of start start on it, right? And you just, yeah. you know, so often in my past, I always want to be perfect. Like, yep. if it's not perfect, you know, and it's interesting. Side note, rabbit hole, right? I had a really good friend of mine who's really well known in this industry, wants to do a podcast. But he wants to have everything look like this from day one, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it doesn't happen that way. Like, you kind of have to find, you know, what works for you and just start. You know, grab a microphone, grab a Zoom account and go for it. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll see, you know, later on you can get the sound tiles and the actual lighting and all the other stuff can follow later on if you wanted to. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be there on day one. Yeah, there's yeah. A, a Voltaire quote, uh, perfection is the enemy of good. Yeah. And yeah. it's so accurate. That's some old school for you, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> really old school. Well, it's, it's, it's true, especially when podcast is audio, right? So, you know, 
we do like we do video, but we don't really ever show the video. We did we made a conscious effort like, hey, we don't really care. So when like guests would come on, they would be like, hey, am I going to be on? I'm like, no, we maybe use like a clip, you know, or something to promote. But for the most part, it's it's just audio. And so don't worry. It doesn't have as long as the audio is good. It's not scratchy. It's not hard. As long as you have the audio. OK, start your podcast and do whatever. I mean, I had terrible backdrops and, you know, we just didn't really care about any of that stuff. But just do it because here's the thing is the content is going to matter. If you look at any great creator, any great content creator in our industry, or you look at the Gary Vaynerchuk's or the other, you know, others and everyone else, look about when they first started mm-hmm. and they'll all tell you it's terrible. My first <laughs> videos and anything that I did first was, was awful. It was, it sucks compared to like what I'm doing now. Right. And if you look at anybody in this industry for long enough or in marketing or whatever, their stuff sucked in the beginning too. And they'll tell you that doesn't matter is like eventually you'll create that following as long as your content's good that's all that matters right you can yeah. have the worst logo the worst everything as long as your content's good people will listen and you know to that point by the way on my very first episode with Barry Habib we did the entire 45 50 minutes where he talked about the speakers and all that stuff I never hit the record button <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, and I hung up, and Barry's gone, and I'm in the little studio by myself. I'm like, what's going to happen with Zoom? Like, I didn't know what was going on, right? (laughs) And I'm having this meltdown. I called up Christine Beckwith. I said, Christine, you're not going to believe. She goes, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) So, I mean, later on, that became a big joke because we we put a big red button in in our studio now called the Barry button for me to hit the record button. (laughs) Barry (laughs) button. You know, I, I really want to I really want to build on what Fraser said real quick because it, we are our own worst critics, and it's not that what you're putting out there sucks. It's just that it might not be fully formed, right? Because I, I mean, I, I at least in what I'm hearing from you, Fabi, is what you start with and what your original idea is. It evolves as you dive into this sort of unknown territory. It's something new. And, and it, I don't know if it can really suck because it's unknown. And the very fact that you're doing it is the accomplishment mm-hmm. that, that, that what your content is absolutely evolves because you'll start to get feedback and you'll make mistakes. But it's so important to understand that there's no such thing as a, as something that doesn't have any mistakes or that's absolutely perfect. It just doesn't exist. Well, every episode has a mistake in it. Every oh. episode that we do, there's something that's going on. You know what I mean? Like, like we just recorded a, a, an episode a few days ago, and there was a construction crew because the air conditioner flooded in the building, <laughs> right? And you're getting this, you're like, got to walk through it, just figure this thing out, right? Just unless we got to re-record yeah. everything over again. You know, there's always going to be something. That's not Which is perfect. less than not pressing the record button. So it's you're getting record. better. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting better. 42 episodes, I know how to hit the record button. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely think there's always going to be improvements. There's, you know, look, even we're going into the end of our second season and third season coming up in January. We're looking at reformatting some of the things. We're thinking about using uh, one of the live social media platforms. So to to kind of go live at the same time we're recording, mm-hmm. uh, maybe short it up, Ginger, just to see how that goes, because we've, we've got the stats for now, 40-some-odd episodes, and our average listener is listening for 17 minutes. Okay. So we know that stat. So why don't we accommodate that stat by giving them more content in the first 20 minutes, that kind of stuff? 
so we're, we're trying to accommodate. We're always changing. We're always going to try to develop. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that as long as, you know, kind of like it's always going in the right direction, right? You don't want to go in the wrong direction. Well, I always think that if you're still interested in it, it's moving in the right direction. And I think that's important yeah. is it needs to still be fun. As yeah. soon as it starts feeling like, like work and you kind of lose that original passion and why you did it. But it sounds like the way that your program evolved is it, it's really just become just this playground for you to explore these ideas and these things that are outside of the grind. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely, I, I, I like the way you put that because it definitely is a playground. You know what I mean? I, I definitely like invite guests that I want to hang out with. That's absolute. Uh, and one of the things that I really learned is that I, I like these panel discussions. You know, I, I, we had a realtor panel on here a few months ago when the market was really hot. We had uh, three or four realtors on there from all over the country, California, Texas, Minnesota. I mean, Kentucky, I mean, just you name it, they were there, right? Nice. And it was a great discussion talking about the inventory being affected nationwide mm-hmm. and how everyone is being affected no matter what, what where, you're, where you are. That was a great conversation to have at that time. And it was, you know, it was needed. It was so no one could say, well, you don't know what it's like in the D.C. market. You know what it's like in the Atlanta market. No, it's this way all across the board. Well, the nice thing by doing the the video and to do it live and Scott, you have yours that you do every week live mm-hmm. that you're streaming and you have, you know, you you have your main um, speakers that you have on, you know, your that just like we do, but then you have guests on as well. And by doing that in the panel, Fabi, to your point, it makes it a lot easier to have that conversation. So, you know, if you're thinking about doing video and you're struggling with ideas on what to do, having something like this takes that away to where all the pressure isn't on you, Mm -hmm. where you can say, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. And, you know, Scott, when you started doing yours, how long have you been doing your, uh, your vlog cast, you do your live stream. It's, it's coming up on two years. It's, it's coming along and and it's interesting. Um, You know, this is a great, interesting conversation because we're, we're sort of doing some rebranding right now too. Um, Cause we were talking when we, we talked to um, uh, uh, Martin uh, uh, from Morflix last a couple of weeks ago or last week. And, um, and so we were kind of talking about, so our, our podcast actually got picked up on a local cable station in Los Angeles. Like they saw it and they wanted to run it on Saturday mornings. And we're like, okay, that's weird. Cause it's just us screwing around all the time. <laughs> and then we were kind of looking at the, the more flicks and then we were like, you know what? It's, we kind of felt like we were getting into a little bit of a rut and we were kind of pigeonholing our conversations and kind of like exactly what you were saying, Fabi, is it feels like it's expanding into something different and and maybe pulling it outside the industry a little bit um but but bringing in people from outside the industry i think is absolutely brilliant because honestly that's where i've learned my most valuable lessons in my business is from people not in my business just in other businesses and how sometimes their perspectives apply to things so yeah i mean we've been doing it just almost two years now and it's evolving it's it's we're going through a little bit of a a rebrand right now but i mean we knew full-blown when we started ours we were just like we sat around and talked to each other and just had these conversations and we just said 
man, let's just turn on the camera and let's just do this and let's just see if people are interested in this conversation. And, and they're, they're child conversations too. Yeah, and, and we have no, and, and they're exactly the same off offline as they are online. They're just ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we enjoyed having these types of conversations and we were just like, I just wonder how much different influence and different perspectives we can get if we're having this in public. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, but we had no expectations of this. We'll just say, let's see what, let's see where it goes. And the next thing you know, it's almost two years now when we're actually trying to do things purposely. Imagine <laughs> that. I think it is good to have outside industry people come in and, and talk about stuff because a, it gives people inside the industry that maybe listen to our shows something else to talk about and listen to, right? Yeah. So, like for me, like bringing David uh, Gendelman was amazing for the meditation exercises. Because you're not always going to look for David Gandelman if you're not in the in the meditation world, right? But having that availability because you're a mortgage loan officer and you stumble across the Laugh Lenity podcast and you listen to it all of a sudden you have a way into meditation. Now you're looking into getting grounded while you're sitting at your desk. How can I do that and still, you know what I mean, have a nice balanced life because of that? So I think those are always positives. Yeah. So, and in, in having, so we're talking about all these different opportunities and if someone's watching this thinking, okay, you all are doing this. Um, everybody's already doing, uh, you know, whether it's a, a stream or a broadcast or a podcast. So is there room for me to be able to start something? And Frazier, you and I had this conversation, um, you know, when I had talked about starting a podcast. <clears throat> And you said there's plenty of room, right? No, yeah, no, plenty of room because you know, look, there's, you know, this this is a, an old old number, so I know it's more, but there was like a million and a half podcasts out there in the United States, like in 2017 when I started really looking at that stuff, and I'm sure it's either at least the same or more now. But yet, you know, when we started our podcast, it didn't take us too long to start getting you know, um, you know, 100, 200, 500, 800, 1,000 downloads per episode, right? And it, it happens because, you know, you got to think that our industry isn't, it, it's not like something everyone capitalizes on mortgage and real estate, right? I mean, there is a lot more podcasts in our industry today than there was when we started. But mm -hmm. at the same time, um, there's so much more that goes into it. And, and like I said before, as long as your content is good, then you will have it. There is an audience for you. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, look, like Fabi started way after we did and he's got an audience. Right. And so it, it, there's always room for good content and there's always room for thought leadership. Right. And look, I, I could say that, you know, confidently with you, Ginger, people are going to want to hear what you have to say. Right. There's a reason why you speak, you know, speak at a ton of different events. It's a reason why you're a published author. author. There's a there's a reason for everything. Same with Scott and what he does with his blog and all that stuff. And Fabi, you know, being a leader in the industry. So there's always room if you are a thought leader <clears throat> and you have good content. So and there's never a too late to start. May 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 be a, a longer, you know, ride up to the top and where you want to get the the longer you wait. But it's it's never it's never too late and there's plenty of room for, for always for good content. And there's another thing, Ginger, with that is that the average podcast only has about seven episode life cycle. Just an FI on that. Interesting. So, so I know the number of million and a half and two million and so on. A lot of those podcasts are really not in in in, in circulation anymore. 
So uh, Molly Rulin, she has a, a hardcast media out here in DC um, and she does all this stuff. So she was walking me through all this stuff and the average podcast has seven episodes and then they're, then they're done. Well, so, I, so I, I don't blame them for, by the way, I don't blame them. <laughs> I blame Frazier, but I don't blame them for quitting after seven episodes. <laughs> so I want, I, I want to build on this a little bit because I heard another stat the other day, Fabi, that goes exactly with that, that, um, you have to have something like if you have more than 20 episodes, you're in the top 1% of podcast producers in, in, in the country or the world. Mm -hmm. It's like most people don't go that long. The other thing that I wanted to say is in terms of competition, there's some aspects to marketing and finding the right audience and having the right message for the right audience. But when you're doing content marketing, which is what you're doing, sharing your expertise, being a thought leader, this is an attraction mechanism. So you're not competing because we're not all saying we're, our message is not commoditized, mm -hmm. right? We have different perspectives and thoughts and ideas. And so you're attracting people that resonate with your vision or your values or, or the way that you express your ideas. And that there is no competition for you when you put yourself out there because there's only one you. So this entire thing is through your vision. There will never be two exact podcasts and somebody has to choose. Yeah. So as long as you're putting yourself out there so that people can find you, and that's the interesting thing about this, is by by doing this, you're just not being selfish with the joy that you create in your world. You're putting it out there in a medium so that other people can discover that and then be attracted to it. And then they become listeners and they become fans and followers. And it really is an really, really interesting. And it's almost counterintuitive when you think about, I'm going to do X because I want the result to be Y. It really isn't. It's like, I'm going to do X because I love it and I enjoy it. And I'm going to mm -hmm. do it in a medium where other people know can discover that I'm doing this. And then over time that it, it starts to grow. It's, mm -hmm. it's, there, there's an interesting, there's an interesting synergy that happens just by simply doing it. Yeah, to that, to that point, I'm sorry, good job, but only 5% of the people are ex actually executing. So I, I, tell people, time. <laughs> I mean, I always tell this to people, like if you're listening to me right now and there's like 50 or hundred people, only 5% are actually going to execute what we just talked about. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and Jason probably knows this because I see him out there and talking all the time. Right. And how many people are actually executing marketing ideas or this idea or that idea. Right. And we all yeah. got great ideas. All four of us combined together probably have some amazing ideas. 5% are executing. So what I always try to tell people is you are not competing against 100% of the people. You're only competing against 5%. That's it. And so that's a very small number of people that, you know what I mean? Like other people make podcasts. That's great. I think just like Jason said, there's so much room. There's so much, you know, to your point, Scott, there's so much talk that isn't out being shared about it. Someone could come up with a really great idea and, and really just be dynamic with it. And we don't know about the red knob because they're trying to be perfect. Yeah. The message isn't perfect yet. Yep. We're waiting. And consistency. <laughs> yeah. So I put the podcast up there. So it's Laugh, Lend, Eat, and you can find it. Actually, it's um, on this uh, Apple podcast. Wow, nice. So make sure and grab it. Go on there. Um, and next month, we're going to get into some of the technical semantics that go into producing things like that. So uh, a lot of what we've talked about in today and great information, Fabi, that you've shared. And we appreciate you coming on, be able no, to, thank to you for share having that. Me. 
but we want to get into really it's like okay what do you need to get what do you need to do what do you need to have as far as the technical side to get it started and Fraser talked about you know it's simple but there are some things you have to you know have in order to to get that going and so that's going to be our focus in September. Um, next week, we have our guests who were supposed to be on last week. And uh, we had to cancel that show for a variety of reasons. And so, Scott, you want to talk about our uh, guests for next week? Because I know that, that they're guests that you invited on. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, Josh Lewis and uh, Jeb Smith. Uh, uh, Josh Lewis and uh, full disclosure is business partner of mine and Bywise Mortgage. Um, but uh, Jeb Smith is a local real estate agent and he started a YouTube channel when COVID started and it pretty much exploded to he's, he's pretty close to 40,000 subscribers now. And every week they do a two hour live uh, Facebook or YouTube live Q and a, and, um, what has come out of that has just been absolutely amazing and just absolutely fascinating. And I think it's something that a lot of people could do out there. They're worried about getting online and doing things themselves, um, but partnering with people in vertical industries and creating something of value. Um, and this is a consumer direct approach. So uh, unpacking some of the mysteries of this stuff using multiple verticals going consumer direct. And it's really had some amazing results. So it's going to be an interesting conversation. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, part of the things is um, that, that people are actually paying for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, to... <laughs> yeah, we'll keep that and we'll, we'll, we'll surprise you with what that looks like. I was tempted to tell you what that was, but no, it's shocking the impact you can make on people's lives without yeah. even really knowing it just by talking about the stuff that we love. Yep, absolutely. So very good. Okay, so we'll close out uh, the session for those of you who are watching live or watching our recording. Thanks for tuning in. Bobby, thank you so much for joining. It's great to see you. Thank you so much for having me, Ginger and Scott and yep. Frazier. <laughs> and we'll and we'll look at starting that show blaming Frazier. Yeah, we gotta I actually just thanked him instead of blaming him. See, that's a I want to be the first cast. That's, <laughs> a, new, that's a new podcast. I, I think we blame me for your success. Blaming blaming Frazier. Either that or that could be an indie rock band. Either or take a pick. Blaming <laughs> Frazier. You know what I mean? <laughs> and with that, let's get something to eat. Yeah. All right, guys. Okay, guys, have a great weekend. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> okay, Thank you. Bye.